What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Where I Come From. It is I, Mr. Tone Deaf. I'm back in the building once again, and I am joined by a very special guest of mine. Uh, I've been trying to get her in the building on a solo episode for a very long time. Now, I can get her to come on group conversations. I can get her to show up when it's, you know, to promote something that she's working with somebody else. But it was damn near impossible to get her to come in on her own. If you don't know, I am actually joined by my adopted little sister from shit damn near 10 years ago. (laughs) One one of my favorite female rappers of all time. Miss O, she's in the building with me today. What's going on? What's good, Tone? Thank you. Thank you for having me. What you gonna do is not do this little baby voice of yours. Hey, I'm not. I'm just preserving. Preserving energy. Can you hear me? I'm on here. I, I can hear you. <laughs> but it's just, I know this is not you. It's so quick playing. Yeah, hey, it's all good. We recovering. Okay. You know, I let that slide because <laughs> the weather decided yeah. to change randomly on us. And, uh, Back and forth. We from Wisconsin. We still not used to this shit. <laughs> I ain't mad at anybody who, who still complains about they hate snow. I don't care just because you live in Milwaukee don't mean you got to like this. Shit. Exactly. Right. Because I don't. But I've known oh, she's for damn near 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I've seen her grow in the music business. Even though my favorite song is still Danger and she hates <laughs> the fact that I won't. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> it was, it was, it, when you got good music, it's good music. Right, so, right. Okay. Thank but you. anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and let's start from the beginning. What yeah. made you get into music to begin with? Wow. Um, so my first love initially when it came to music was my dad. You know, like he will always have hip hop music. Um, my mom will play an instrument. She played the violin, which okay. kind of encouraged me to pick up instruments, uh, play the piano and an odd instrument called the oboe. A lot of people don't know about it. Yeah, but. <laughs> That's a weird ass fucking instrument. A weird ass instrument, but you know, I actually was pretty decent. So, um, just fell in love with music sonically first. You okay. know, uh, so producing was my first love. Okay. You know, hitting the beat machine for sure. And then once I started getting good at that, I'm like, shit. You know, I got I got a little skill. Let me put my little you know put my little words to it. So, wrote my first rap at 15. Um, and it's been going ever since, like with that that passion for it. A fucking oboe fan. <laughs> like it's only like six people. It's in, in the between whole world. the flute and the clarinet. Fam, it's like six people in the whole world that knows Probably. what the oboe is, and at right. least three play it. Okay, so I'm just saying, you ain't getting on nobody's band with an oboe. That's all I'm saying. I wasn't. I wasn't. Okay, nah, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> But okay, so what was one of the first hip hop songs you ever heard? Oh wow! Um, when they reminisce over you, that was one of the first uh, okay. hip hop songs I've heard. And Electric Relaxation, which is one of my all time favorite songs by a Tribe Called Quest, one okay. of my favorite groups of all time as well. Um, really was like, man, you can do this. You can make beautiful music and say meaningful things. True, true. You know what I'm saying? And we also could do it without losing our culture. And that was the main thing. I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I can do this. I can do it. Uh, two of those are like two classic songs, hands down. Uh, yeah. When they reminisce over you was probably 
top 10 yeah. favorite songs for me. Yeah. Uh, Same. When it comes to Tribe Called Quest, I can, I can give you it's a whole It's hard, playlist. right? Straight up. Uh, Stressed Out definitely is like in the top three for me. Um, um, can I Kick It? Of course. Classic. Uh, Check the Rhyme. Check the Rhyme. Uh, <laughs> but see, the crazy part is, once again, which is literally Check the Rhyme part two. I like more than I like the first one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Only because I don't know. It's just something about that just vibes with me. Yeah. Especially with you know the late great Fife Dog. Yes. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. to him. Uh, the hop. A lot of people slept on that. Uh, a lot of people slept on Camp Low as well. Oh, another another me. favorite duo. Of mine. You wanna know why people slept on Camp Low? <laughs> because if you didn't know their style, you don't know you, what you, the fuck they're talking thank about. Thank you. You sure would not. Thank <laughs> you. You would not know what they're talking about. And that's exactly what my dad taught me. Like, no, think of, listen to they're they're intricate in what they are through right. their music. Like you could really tell it was always that bop, that 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 jazz vibe. Yeah, that definitely. But never never skip that hip-hop beat though right. you know what Lucini. i'm saying as far as the oh yeah Luc- come on lucini like you know that's classic uh my favorite was sparkle you know that's one of sparkle my favorite to, uh, you know what I, I listened to that later only because it was their most slowed down song and that's and what i appreciate really it, really listened to it they were they were spitting game they was listening they was in some chick ear <laughs> selling them a dream got the low right ha. No, yes, Still classic. know what they said half the time, Sparkly. but it was, it was, it was the truth. It was, it was classic, man. I, I, those, that's kind of what I grew up listening to a lot. Um, a lot of feel like we talked about uh, Rod Digger, you know, just listening to people that you could tell they was passionate with what they was what they was writing. You know what I'm saying? You could tell they was putting them in what they were saying out there, and that's one thing I do want to hold true to myself is. You know, it's it's a lot of good female rappers out here. Don't get me wrong, but you know, to me, uh, everybody falls under one category. If we ain't talking about our, you know, our womanhood, or you know, if we ain't popping ass, or you know, stuff like that. I want to switch the narrative with that. You know what True. I'm saying? I know I'm beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But I want you to really hear me, though. You know. But that's why artists is like uh, Nitty Scott MC and mm-hmm. Rod Digger. Yeah. I mean, and um, Rhapsody need to get a little bit more light. Even even Lizzo. Yeah. Uh, even though Lizzo's been pretty controversy lately. Yeah. Uh, in regards to her public actions. Yeah. Her body positive movement as a whole, though, has been long overdue. Yeah. Um, it's been felt too though. Right. You know, and that's good. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, because female MCs back in the days, um, you name like Rod Digger, Lauren Hill, Early Queen. Yeah, Early um, Queen. Moni Love, MC Light. They all had a message in 97, 97% of the time in their messages, they were always basically telling the dudes like, Nigga, we can do this too. Thank you. Okay, yeah. sum it up in a nutshell. Because <laughs> uh, Moni Love's hands down will always be my favorite female MC. Man, she has the, um, the delivery is crazy. And I did not know she was British until like I got older. It don't even matter. And I was That'd mad be because it was so many interviews I missed. Right. That I was like, oh, you could clearly hear the accent right there. Maybe that's why I like black British women so much. Right. Like that just like my secret fascination is black British women. shit. <laughs> and it's all because of Moni Love. Yeah, um, yeah. She was sense. she was fly for sure because Moni was in the middle where she at that, that whole song when you think about yeah, that yeah. song how basically she is telling the nigga like dog I don't like you right stop shooting your shot 
<laughs> like, I'm not gonna be easy about it. Like, dog, <laughs> stop. You know, I found out later on in life that that song was actually about um, Big Daddy Kane. What? Yeah. So that's uh, an interesting fact. History facts, real quick. When um, MC, uh, when Moni Love first hit the scene, she was on the Ladies First right. uh, single with uh, Queen Latifah. Where during that time, the Flavor Unit uh, was on tour, and Big Daddy Kane was the headliner for the tour as well. Big Daddy Kane literally damn near on the whole tour tried to get Moni Love to come back to his room. And she was not going. So. Damn, the whole tour. The whole tour. She was not going, no matter what. Because he was a known player. Like, yeah, of course. Was, was obvious yeah. known player. And she's like, nah, I'm not going not to be one of your little victims. Right. So it gave her the inspiration to write that song. Wow. But to not put him out there like that, she flipped it to make it seem like they were in school. Because, let's be honest, that's a more relatable situation. Right, right. You know, niggas exactly. shoot they shot all the time. Straight up. So I'm waiting for somebody to actually remake that song to a more modern era. Hint, That'd hint. be hot. Um, which would definitely <laughs> be, be dope. Hot. You know what I'm saying? I, female MCs who pay homage to the old heads by remaking their songs on a mixtape maybe that way so she won't get in trouble and just take some of the older songs hint hint and actually just bring them to a more current level yeah. including things like social media motherhood you know being a wife I mean just like you know the UNITY movement can start all over again I, I just could. I just need I to find that the absolutely. right female artist hint hint to you know Take this time to make this happen. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, that sounds very intriguing. I don't. I mean, I just got to figure out someone who's gonna do it. That's all. <laughs> but uh, you are a mess, Tom. I'm just saying. So, speaking of music in this day and age, mm-hmm. um, how do you see yourself going up against the views of how female artists are now? Because mm. your sound is. You really don't cater to that because what they talk about in things like the City Girls and Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, not hating on them because that lane is just is needed They're just lame, as much. Right. Like, let's be honest, these chicks right now are basically saying, we don't fucking need you niggas. Yeah. So we'll do what we want, when we want, how we want it True. while twerking. Because I found out when a woman is happy, she will twerk. Thank you. Um, you don't even have to have a reason. She can be in the kitchen making bacon. She twerking, fam. Guilty as child. <laughs> as, as her as her husband's like, yeah, yeah, that's true, girl. I seen it. <laughs> but uh, so in 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 your in this day and age where right. you still have the positive messages going on, but in a more sexual manner, how do you mm. fit, how do you feel that you'll fit in this day and age? Um, I I feel like I will fit because I just mentally know I will. You know, I see my placement already. Okay. Um, I know that I'm creating my own lane. You know, and um, it's it might it might be a slower route. You know, but I rather have my morals and values behind my music. Okay. Uh, for sure. But um, honestly, I I just really want to intricate more music. You know putting my sound out there, letting people know, like, listen, you can have flow, you can rap about more things than your pussy. You know what I'm saying? We can rap about more things than who you laying with or how how good your stuff is. You know, let's talk about the real issues and how we not right sometimes mentally. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, issue I feel is always put on the back burner in the public eye. 
you know, let's talk about the mentality of our people and how we can grow. Let's talk about community. You know, let's let's actually implement those actions too, even outside of music. And um, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. I want my actions to match up with my music. Okay. Tell us about your most recent project. Uh, so yeah, um, I released. Uh, um, it's going to be a year soon But a little under a year uh, I've released my Oshi EP project Just a four track EP um, Kind of just showing you who I am You know How many styles I think I have There's just still only four You know But I felt like I gave a good variation Of all sides of me You did um, With the EP uh, Most people that really know me Know I love singing um, Even outside of rapping But bars are first love Uh so um, it's it was a good project. It was actually something that I actually tied to my personal mental health. Um, okay. uh, if people don't know, I have a four-year-old daughter. Um, after having my daughter, I was uh, depressed. Uh, I would say maybe for a year, year and a half. Yeah, just postpartum. Not saying that I don't want my daughter or anything like that, but it was really hard for me to make those transitions. Like, wow, my life is really changing. And instead of wallowing about it, you know, and being down, you know, I would have my husband pick me up out, you know, at dark times, you know, with just positivity. And just knowing that, you know, it, it don't have to stay that way, right. you know. And I, I put a personal thing on it, like, you know what, I'm going to get my mental clarity back by dropping a project. Okay. Smart. And so uh, that was kind of me liberating myself back. Like I'm focused. I'm back. Okay. I'm back on it. I'm back focused. Um, and that's why that project is always going to hold dear to me. But, you know, uh, we in album mode, you know, and I want to open up a little bit more about myself um, okay. and my lifestyle. So now that you're a mother... And a wife. Yes. Under 30. How has been, how has been trying to juggle two new aspects of your life and still try to do your music at the same time? Oh, it has not been easy. I just want to let you know. Of course. It has not been easy, but it's been well worth it because I've actually became a better woman in the process. Um, just internally, like how I carry myself, how I view things. I've, I've got a more mature aspect this on is things. True. I, can, I can contest to that. <laughs> a very, very better, like mature aspect on life. And they've actually given me something to really work hard for. Okay. Um, so I definitely say that they've, it's, it's been, it's not been like, it ain't been sweet. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you love somebody, you know, It'll show through you guys' relationship. It'll show how you treat your child, you know. And um, they just keep me motivated. They really do. I know it might be cliche, but think about it. Like, you have a bad day, and then here you go. Here come your daughter, you know. Hey, Ma, you're beautiful. I love you. You know, just small things like that. Be like, I got to I gotta get on it. I got to keep going, you know. And I I've, I've actually feel like I'm getting a balance, though. So okay. it, it was a juggle. Don't get me wrong. But okay. I'm starting to feel my balance out there. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, now I know you've done shows and everything yeah. before. You just recently did one. Yeah. Uh, tell us about 
number one, the show, and tell us about the experience. Because I think you did two of them back to back. Three. Three, that's right. You yeah, did three. Yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to. It was supposed to be a little mini tour, but uh, it was some weather mm-hmm. going on in uh, Chicago. But yeah, so my favorite show, um, I loved all of them. I really grooved out. Thank you for everybody that came out. But the one I had with uh, um, Ishara Management, um, Michelle White, I don't know if you heard of her, um, but I've had that at the Clactus Club. And that was my first time actually performing with a live band. Um, That's the one with the yellow outfit, right? Uh, she has like you know she has glasses and she has like a little short haircut. I think I have seen her. Yeah. Um. So that was Cactus Club MKE Live Groove Edition. So that probably was one of my best and favorite performances. I, seen, I think they. I think they Instagrammed. Yeah. That whole. I seen that one. I was supposed to be yeah. there, but you know, family situations came up, so I couldn't make it. Well, we which is, I was kind of glad that they did live stream it. Yeah. Because yeah. Because when I tell you, me and the girls was jamming. <laughs> we was like, we was jamming to it. It was, it was dope. That, that definitely was a, a great show. Thank you. And it was a few obstacles with that show, but that was just the show woman and me. Like we just went past that. Everything just was smooth. Like. The band, shout out to that band too. They were going hard. It was a young band too. I thought they were with you. No, it wasn't my band. That wasn't your band. No, okay. that wasn't my band, but not yet. <laughs> I mean, give them, you know, yeah. a little, little money under the table. This oh show. yeah, yeah, yeah. We working on that. We got some stuff in the works. Best believe. We'll, we'll put on a we'll put on a show here. And they can uh, they can come and jam. Oh yeah, that'd be office. dope. That'd be dope for sure. But yeah, that show was really dope. Um, I was able to really connect with my audience for a second. Um, it's been a minute since I've been able to do that and just really like jam out, like really feel my music. You know what I'm saying? It's different when you always hear your music in the studio right. and on the, you know, on the shows and the radios, but it's different when you had that experience, you know, and you hear those live instruments and you bring it together. Um, so that's probably why that was one of my favorite performances. Were you nervous? No. I actually was ready for that. Like I was rehearsing. Um, I was very excited. Very excited. Okay. I mean, because the reason why I asked because it didn't look like you were. It looked like you. This was not your first show. Yeah. No. No. That no. wasn't. It no. No. Wasn't. What I'm saying is like. Yeah. Like your way, first. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And no. I, I wasn't. I was just really excited. Like this is what I want to do. You know. Okay. It was one of those moments for me. Are you ready for the next step, though? Honestly, I think I am. I would say I'm 90% ready for the next step. Now, let me ask you this question. Yeah. If, let's say, the next album that you drop. Yeah. That album gets you notoriety and you're on the road for about six months. Right. Could you do it? Yeah. Family can't come, though. They know that. They know the dream. Okay. They know the dream. They know where I'm always coming back. <laughs> so that's all that matters. Okay. Because that's one thing that a lot of artists don't really take in consideration is when it is time to hit that road. Yeah. It's a completely different world. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to do it on your own, um, especially as a, a mother and a wife. That's not easy. Right. You know, it's, it's not, not easy for the family. It's not easy for you. Right. And that's why I have to ask, is that something that you could actually handle doing? Right. Because you do want to make this to be more than just a project. You want this to be your thing. And that literally has always been the way you were. Right. um, Or else you wouldn't do it. Right. Um, 
because you can tell who does it for fun and who's serious about it. Right. Um, how does your husband feel about you and your music? Um, that's really funny because we actually have these discussions about okay. me potentially going on tour, me potentially leaving the country. You know, um, I've been getting a little international hold, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, we've actually discussed this and, and he's ready to, you know, he's an excellent father. I don't question our daughter's care. I have an excellent support system because I'm, I believe in supporting others. So they got my back too. And, um, and he already know once, you know, if that happens, he just, he just we, ready to uh, retire. Like he ain't got, listen, he, 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 he was ready to quit my job. So I can just say, look, my wife makes music. Uh, yeah. So I, he, I quit. Right. Yep, and just let him create. You know, he's an artist himself. Okay. He's a visual artist. So okay, that's what's um, up. I, I'm doing this for my family. You know, it's you know, it's always been my dream. You know, I always keep that that hunger for that. But at the end of the day, it benefit more than just me. Okay. Who would you like to work with? What local or national? Let's do. One local, one national. Okay. Because the local I might be able to make happen. We'll see. Okay. Well, I did knock one of the greats off my list. Shout out to Pizzle, a.k.a. Sherrod Sloan's. Uh, he was on the project for yes, me. Yes, he was. Um, and, you know, he actually rocks with my music, so that means a lot to me. He's really talented. Um, I would say local. That's so funny. I would say I would love to work with Classic. Ever heard of Classic? I would actually love to do a song with Classic. I love his sound. I love his new album. Um, You could tell he really, really put his emotion and his his time into it. It was really, really good. Um, I could see that going. I could see that far as that uh, spectrum. Far as rap. It is funny because the one you have with Jen is actually my favorite song by dude. That's actually my dad's favorite song, too. It's my favorite song. Like, even if I took y'all two off of it and give it to somebody else, the production, the lyrics, the vocals. Well, actually, I couldn't take y'all off of it because that's what makes the song. Right. But it, it's, it's, it's a classic, timeless song. Yeah, the definitely. Set Love definitely gets heavy rotation from me. Matter of fact, I was just talking to Jen today, too. <laughs> Oh, shout out, Jim. I was messing with him earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to little bro uh, and, and all the things that he's doing. Yeah, he's really he's really pushing right. the city for it. Overall, big picture, who would you work with? Ooh. Big uh, industry-wide. Oh. Anybody your choice. Okay, far as producer? Let's do producer. Okay, um, definitely will be Timberland. Okay. You, everybody know I love Pharrell. That's why I don't don't think I'm a back, don't think I'm a hypocrite, y'all. But however, I feel like Tim could make the perfect beat for you. He could make the perfect. I feel you on that beat for me. Um, that'd be really tailored to me for sure. Uh, far as like rapper though, um, this is some good questions because I ain't really been thinking about this, but. I would love to work with, I don't know if you ever heard of Party, um, his name Party Fontaine, I would love to work with him on the 
trap level. Okay. Uh, I don't trap like I used to, so. I oh yeah, you know, up. mellow it out. I stopped trapping a long time ago. <laughs> you know what? So I don't, I don't know who makes trap music anymore. You know. But, uh, yeah, they all sound the same sometimes. They do. No lie. But that's how you get away with it. Straight up, that's that's really how you get away with it. But um, if I could really snag a verse from maybe Kendrick, get a song with Kendrick. Kendrick do too much on his beats. I I really for the substance though. For the substance, definitely that. I definitely feel like I could go up there with J Cole. I was gonna say I could see you and Cole doing like that's that's dream right. That's dream for sure. Project wise, I would definitely love to see. And it just just be me. Yeah. Five artists or five people I would want to have you feature on an album at one point in time would be Cole. I would definitely want you to do a song with the Roots. <gasps> of um, course. You kind of gotta have a female song, of but course. I wouldn't want you to have a current artist. I would actually want you to have one of the few songs Lauren Hill made time to be on time for. <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I can I can literally see y'all literally making like a soundtrack like song. So it might not yeah. be like an album song or anything yeah. like that. But I could definitely see you on some soundtrack or something. For sure. Uh, it has to be a black movie or it just wouldn't fit in my opinion. Right. You know, that's why she popped up on Queen and Slim for no reason whatsoever. Out of nowhere. It's like, dog, he's really on this. Did you, was that the new, was that the single that they was talking about mm-hmm. from her? Okay. Yeah. It's. Because it was on the soundtrack, I didn't understand like the purpose of the song. Right. Even though I seen the movie, but I eh, still haven't seen something. the movie. Oh, you gotta see it. Y'all to go together. Okay, we go together. No, real talk, because when y'all walk into the movies, y'all gonna see a movie, but when y'all walk out the movie, y'all not gonna wanna let each other go for a while. Mm. Being just being honest, it's, it's a moving it's a moving movie. Wow. That's beautiful. uh let me see. I want you to get a good, interesting song with Sea Breezy. Oh yeah. Oh, Only okay. because I see what you are. Breezy would definitely bring out the musical side of you that you have, but you haven't been pushed to do yet. Mm, I think so. I like that about him. He's just, a Taurus too, like me. Yeah, just stay away from the coke though, because he's definitely gonna try to get you to do the coke. Mm. Uh, Dare to be different. Like you gotta say no to the coke. Okay, um, yeah, no, no coke. No coke. Okay, be coke kids. We got no families out here, guys. Nah. I said those three. Yeah, these are Cole, Roots, Lauren. That's cool. Breezy. See Breezy. Okay. These are some really good collabs right now. They are. Give me a minute for the last two. Okay. All right. Um, while I'm thinking about these last two, because I don't want you just working with anybody. Right. Because, like, I would say yay, but we don't know what yay we might get that day. So I don't. Right, right. Which one, yay? All right. Which one? All right. So, how do you feel about has how the internet has affected the music business? Oh. Because one of the biggest things that I've always said was independent artists really start to get their movement when the internet became a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, before you used to get signed in these pebble deals 
these three albums, bring somebody else in, and then you can do your own thing. Right. Whereas in now, you don't even have to ever get anywhere close to, to a, label. a label anymore. A mm-hmm. uh, prime example, Chance the Rapper got a Grammy, has never worked with a label. Never. Um, do you feel like the internet has helped you in regards to the growth of your music? Definitely. I will, I will definitely say the internet has helped because... Um, who would have knew little old me like my music is heard in 63 countries like those are good things that it gives us more worldly outreach more people get to hear our music you know in regards to how it used to be you could just pass around CDs or A-tracks and stuff like that um, I remember when we used to have I, I tell, when I started doing music you had to have a CD with your track on it yeah. and you'd be passing it but so like this is my single that check cat, me out one cat hanging outside Walmart with a stack of CDs straight up but, but that, I really think it helped push it forward but it also brought it back too um, I feel like because now it's like the it's it could be it could seem a bit oversaturated that's where um, I was going with it. You know, and it helps in regards to the exposure, but in regards to too much exposure sometimes where anybody feel like they could do it or, you know, it's not, I don't know, it don't have that sacredness no more, you mm, know? It doesn't. It, And that's part of the reason why I asked that particular question is right. because when it comes to the music business, especially hip hop and rap, yeah. uh, it's, gone, it's gone major commercial now where... <laughs> Literally, you don't have to be good. You just have to have the right people behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, the music itself is not even really that good. Now, being a person who grew up on old school hip hop, right. listening to hip hop today, it does sometimes make you be like, what the fuck is this? Right. But as a music lover, I've also learned how to kind of step back and listen to things with a brand new ear. Because yes. me and Juan the other day, we were talking. Matter of fact, he just posted in the Death Fresh Show group. Uh, shout out to the Death Fresh Show. Shout out to my brother Juan. Shout out Death Fresh. Um, whereas in majority of the artists that we grew up with are either now barely making music or they're retired. Yeah. Because I have to sit back and think about artists like Outkast, Scarface, um, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. You know, these are artists that are still making music. Well, big boy, (laughs) not outcast. But you also have to remember these artists are like 50. Yeah. So when you sit down, you have to think about it. It's like, dog, you have young cats like, I hate to say this, Mm -hmm. Tenkashi. You have 21 Savage. You have cats that are literally babies in the music business. Right. These are babies and you think about like, dude, there's almost 30 years between music now and the music we grew up with. Mm -hmm. We're not at that point anymore where it's only a young man's game anymore. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, but the problem is, is it's also two different sounds. Like when you go listen to a Scarface album, he's talking grown man tax paying dealing with crazy baby mama shit that some of us can relate to in my age category right but the same little young cat who might listen to juice world okay that's not his problem right you know he can't relate right r.i.p to juice world even though it's stupid r.i.p 
dumb. Yeah, that was, but, that was kind of <laughs> sad. Kind of no, it was dumb. Yeah, it was dumb and sad though. It was sad that it happened, but it was dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah, this another. I feel like another culture we need to be addressing in music too, being right. so drugged up. You know, and that's another and, thing. And a lot of this, where, a lot of this culture, music now is drug music. But I have to remember, drug you have to look at it. Our hip hop was positive. Then we got hit by the drugs in real life. Yeah. The drug epidemic came through in the '80s, changed yeah. the game. So we had nothing but drug dealers in the rap game. Then the drug dealers got older. Either they started getting popped and going to jail, or they got popped. So the yeah. ones that survived, who actually was like, hey, stop being in the streets, be in the studios, their music started changing. But what we tend to forget is you were selling those drugs to somebody. Yeah. So those people who bought those drugs had kids. Mm. In the music industry that we have now, the newer generation, the drug these, users. Are, these are the drug users and the children of the drug users. Yeah. So now a lot of them are actually needing to use the drugs to maintain or they're self-medicating themselves to deal with problems that we didn't speak about. Yeah. So believe it or not, there's more mental health issues in the rap game than there ever was before. And we Thank don't realize you. it. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's something I really want to speak up on. It go on both ends, men and women, you know, and, you know, not saying, you know, everything is bad. You know, every, some people think weed is bad. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why it was here before we were. I That's mean, it's a story. plan. I disagree, you know, but at the same time, it's all about the perspective, too. Like, if we actually be able to help these young kids, you know what I'm saying? Or think about it. Like, this music is going out here to our, you know, our younger generations. No wonder they trying to sneak their parents' pills and all that, you know? Look at what they hearing. So, I don't know. I just feel like it could be better. Hip-hop can do better, you know, right now. And I think we're eventually getting there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hip-hop music right now is at that dichotomy point where there's just as much positive music as there is negative, negative music. But the negative music is not shining as bright as it used to. That's um, good. A lot of the negative mu- music is now kind of sliding back into the party game mm-hmm. where they're making more party music. And then you have people like J. Cole who he talks about his student debt. I don't give a fuck who you are. Half the world can relate to that. Thank <laughs> okay? you. Half Straight the world up. can relate to bills and problems. And I think one of the reasons why I always liked it, Cole, was his music has always been rooted in regular life. Uh, yes. You know, yes. like He's he relatable. has a song that I like called Neighbors. And the yeah. chorus line is the neighbors think I'm selling dope. Yeah, they raided his house. That's a hip hop fact. Yeah. So he went through the whole song about the neighbors think I'm selling dope and all these reasons. And then he was like, but motherfucker, I am because he's making dope music. So it was like a double entendre in there. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you know, you got Kendrick who Juan say that nigga's just too woke for him. <laughs> I mean, you can't lie. Like, the brother is. What is too woke, though? Too woke. Give me the definition. What I mean by too woke is you have a message, and it's a really deep message, a really deep conversation, and you're Mm -hmm. trying to bring black people together. Bruh, I just want to dance and bump this music in my Chevy, dog. Like, don't give me a Chevy riding beat, but at the same time, you're talking about black equality. Like, bro, you're confusing me. But. That's but his lane, that's though. That's his lane, though. He's from the West Coast. I get yes. it. And I rode with that. It was just funny. 
You know what I'm saying? But I can see where you coming from. Like, bro, can't. Can. I can see where you coming It's like, my sister said this the other day. I forgot who she was listening to. I think she said she was listening to Rhapsody. No, no, no. She was listening to a Nitty Scott song. It was off of her Dysphoria album. She was like, dog, I love Nitty Scott to death, but I don't know what this song I want to shake my ass and twerk on some dudes, but she's telling us to stand up as sisters and be positive. Like, I I can't, I want to twerk, but I got to be a sister. So I can't twerk. I just go twerk on a sister. Maybe that's what I got to do. And I was like, I get it. <laughs> right, like, okay, I, I see what you mean. Like, it could seem a bit confusing on what air, what, what like, lane what you trying to here? go. Yeah. Tupac gave us the blueprint. You have one party song. You have one homie song. You talk this righteous shit. And then you do some gangster shit. Y'all can't put it all in one song. Okay, I see where you coming. Okay, I need, okay. Hey, you know me. I just be asking for clarification because you know, I'm like, I need to know what two woke is. Two woke. No, two woke is not a bad thing. Yeah, know? yeah. Some, but some I pe- get it. Some like, people, two woke is they just not ready to be woken up yet. Yeah, they want to be stupid for a little bit longer. They know mm. it's a problem, but just let me be dumb for a little bit longer. Mm. And then when the movement is ready, I'll definitely be there. But just let me sleep a little bit longer. Mm. And I get it. Okay, that that's, makes that makes that's tons of is. sense. Okay, um, what would you, what would you have to say about the state of the industry as a whole right now? Yeah, I'm gonna hit you with that shit. Of course um, I did. Wouldn't of course, be me. exactly. Man, the straight the state of the industry right now, I feel like we got that push forward culture. We we have that. Um, but like you said, a, a lot of things have became too commercialized, and I feel like that takes away. Like we talked about the authenticity of, of the the value of music. You know, right. we've all had a starter point with music where it related to something in our life. That's why we related to that song or right. that sound or things like that. So music does have value, um, and to see it you know be like oversaturated with not the right i don't know just not the right morals not the right values like hip-hop used to have that you know what i'm saying like yeah you you got the you got the gangsters but they had a code about their stuff True. they weren't killing women or kids and things like that you know what i'm saying like what was in the streets was in the streets now we're trying to mix the streets within the house and you know what i'm saying and right. it's just it's it's just not it's it's just somewhere I feel like we need to we're a bubble like we're right at the top ready to bust out, but we're still in that bubble we're still True. confining ourselves we're not we're not we're not poking through the bubble yet to really get to the next level of what music could be. Okay, okay. What would you tell somebody who's trying to break into music and they came to you for advice? I would say first of all, number one continue to be yourself be yourself you know um, especially this go towards like a lot of women that deal with self-esteem issues um, you know self-worth issues you got to learn how to love yourself first before you can expect the world to love you as an artist you know for you to expect support out of people you got to support yourself you know okay. um, I've, I've, I've felt like that before too Where oh well maybe I'm not D 
doing this right. Maybe I should just be this way or that. No, for what? Like, I'll get there, but I'll have my respect and I'll have my morals. So it'll actually be for me. It's not me chasing something that could be. It's actually going to be meant for me. You know, and I see that a lot with the women in the industry. You know, no offense, like, you know, we got some good female rappers, stuff like that, but guess what? They they rapping about the same shit that the women in the industry rapping about. You know what I'm saying? What's going to put you on in a different way? You know what I'm saying? What different light are you going to shine coming into the industry? You know, and it ain't about always trying to just seem so different, but just being you, I feel, goes a long way. Okay. I can see that. I yeah, can see that. I, I feel like that's really important. Like it really is because think about think about all this stuff. Like you'll see you got Megan the Stag, all these people think about that. Everybody knows she got a nice ass body. You know what I'm saying? So now she's know that that's her main attention. Now she can't stay dressed. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know, I mean, it's good for the fellas at the point at the moment, but it's I don't, women. Oh no, a lot of people think that's a man too. So you know what? <laughs> I ain't speaking on that. But at the same time, but you actually got women like, okay, we seen all this. What what you gonna do now? Right. You see what I'm saying? So I just don't want to be chasing the culture. I I am who I am. You know, I don't want to be chasing other people' aspects of what they want for me or how I should be. You know. Just really being myself with it. Be yourself with it, for real. Okay, so what's next for you? Uh, well, um, what's next for me? Um, I got a few projects outside of music going to it. People know I'm a model. Um, so uh, I do plan on being in Paris Fashion Week this year. Okay. So I'll be um, in Paris for the first time. That's a really big goal this year. Um, I'm working on an album. I'll say it. I'm working on an album. Um, not dropping no time dates, but just know it's really, it's really, it's it's been in the works. But I don't care when it drops. I getting, always get it first anyway. So <laughs> this is facts, exclusive listens. Um, so I, I'm just really working on music. I've been okay. I've been featuring, you know, working, branching out. Um. Really working internationally a lot lately uh, on international features. Um, so just place those, you know, just place some more of those. So I'm just, I'm just really sticking to my music, you know, and and really creating. Okay. This is the year of create, you know. How can you hear me if you ain't got no music out? You know That's what I'm true. saying? So it's really just, it's, it's, it's hungry season, you know. It's time to really get out here. Okay. Yeah. I got some stuff coming for sure. You're going to see some announcements. But you know me. I like to move in silence, really. I like the action to be shown. Okay. I ain't up hearing about it anyway. So I, I know. I don't know. You know me. I don't know the you silence know. because I know it anyway. But Right. <laughs> all right. So before we go ahead and get up out of here, <laughs> uh, my last two artists that okay. I want you to work with, I had to I had to actually look at my catalog. Um, I actually want you to work with Miguel. Wow, I love Miguel. Because I can see his his creative take on the R&B side of things. Yes. Will definitely complement your music. And I would want you to work with Tiana Taylor. Ooh, nice. Okay. Um, I love her two, sound. You two are so equal in the music way. 
Now, what y'all do with y'all husbands is y'all business. I don't give no fucks to know. But uh, <laughs> musically, y'all yeah, are, she y'all definitely. Hey, like I said, I don't know what y'all do. Bro, happy. So it's all that matters. Um, talking about your husband. Ain't nobody business. <laughs> like, bro, happy. He ain't complaining. <laughs> no, but them would be too. So. Wow, yeah, I, I'm I'm down for that list. That's, that's uh, a really well thought list. So let's go. Let's get up out of here. Uh, <laughs> where can where can we find you? Where can we hear you? Mm-hmm. Uh, put your bids out there. All right. Well, everybody, it's Oshi O S H I. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at the Oshi T H E O S H I. All my music links are in my bio. You can find me on YouTube, Title wherever spotify uh pandora whatever you listen to just type in the oshi i'm there i'm there so uh but i do recommend a lot of people love youtube i'm definitely on youtube a lot of people ask me am i on youtube so i'm on youtube guys yeah because people can listen to youtube at work oh okay okay it's, it's so not blocked on some yeah because i get that question a lot like you on youtube so yeah i'm on there yeah youtube music is starting to become a thing right now yeah. where people love to really see growing. the videos and the audios hell our podcast is on youtube too oh, oh nice yeah i put it on there okay um, only audio though only audio. yeah i got some visuals coming too so that'll be a nice nice put in the work too yeah. but yeah you can find me at the oshi i'm on all platforms of the oshi literally um you've been uh, the oshi for a long ass time <laughs> And that's just what it is. I'm the ocean. Well, I definitely want to thank you guys for stopping uh, in. Thank you, Tom, uh, so much for having you know, me. You know I got your back regardless. <laughs> uh, for everybody listening, make sure you check us out on all streaming platforms. Make sure you check out other shows here on TDR. Shows such as the Death Fresh Show, Hostly Awkward, Real Bar Talk, The Breakdown. You know what? Just type in TDR and I guarantee you'll find all 22-ass shows that we have here. It's a lot of goddamn shows, man. It is, but y'all are hilarious. <laughs> so definitely tune in, man. Um, yep, so definitely make sure you check <laughs> us out. Um, next week, we should be having me, for sure. I don't know who else is going to hear. <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of stuff in the chamber. So with that being said, people, go ahead and enjoy the rest of your day, and peace. Peace.